Welcome to the Love Positivism podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, hi, Shireen. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so happy to be talking to you. I'm so happy to have you here and we just met a couple of days ago and I've got so much uh, like expansion and love from your presence actually so I'm really happy that you're here and that you will share your essence with the listeners and the viewers today. I'm honoured I'm honored to be here and and the same when I I feel like we've known each other forever yeah um yeah you're right it was a few days ago and we had this instant connection and I love that and I feel really blessed to be talking to you now and seeing you again after last Mm. time we met in London yeah so happy and I would like to just start before we get into everything I I usually like to ask uh, if you have a daily practice or something that is important to you right now, if you would like to share that, that is really healing for you and grounding in a way as well. Mm, Thank you for asking that. Um, Yeah, I meditate every single day at least once um, in the evenings, especially uh, and then whenever I wake up, I just say thank you that I'm awake again and I get to experience another day in this body on this beautiful planet. So gratitude and meditation every day. Mm, that's beautiful. It's so important. And it's something that we can take time for. It doesn't have to take very long. It's just that to prioritize a a practice is is very important doesn't have to be like hours long and it can be like a short thing and then you reset kind of when you yes. do that yeah mm-hmm. it just it's just a great way to start the day I try and count my blessings all the time there there are always things in life that we can moan about or we can complain about um, and the more we do that, the more of that comes. And it's the same with blessings and being grateful. The more grateful we are, the more things happen that make us even more grateful. So mm. it is almost like an automatic thing. And I also, I don't do it consciously and I wouldn't say it's a part of my practice, but when I wake up in the morning, I usually laugh mm. just instinctively. It's like, oh, I'm here on because <laughs> I've been in dreamland all night and then I'm back in this this realm again. <laughs> and I find it quite funny it's it's really beautiful I I really feel like that too like a journey throughout the night going somewhere else always seeing new places being in new situations and then coming back okay let's continue this 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 form of reality and (laughs) always like in the afternoons I long back to the other places so it's it's really good transition 
And for the listeners, so um, I have gotten to know you uh, since last week and, uh, and our meeting, and there's so much about you and your journey that is interesting. And I think that it would be great if you want to introduce yourself and your work with the listeners so we get an insight into how you came to where you are today. Yeah, thank you. And I'm happy to share. So I am Karen Kay, as everyone knows, listening, and I'm the author of Oracle of the Fairies and Messages from the Mermaids that I've got behind me. And they're Oracle decks. And I today we're going to be mainly focusing on the fairy energy because the mermaids is a whole other story. But when I was a young child, my parents separated and I spent a lot of time with my grandmother. And I think I was around five or six around that age. And she was always in her garden. She loved flowers and she would especially roses and the fragrance. I, I remember it now and I've loved roses all through my life. And, um, and so, and I, I'm especially excited about Rebecca Campbell's uh, Oracle deck as well, because that's got lots of roses in it. So I need to get hold of that. But yeah, roses and that connection. Um, and that was my link to the fairies, basically. So my grandmother would be tending the roses and pruning them. And I would always be at her feet, you know, because obviously she was taller than me and I was little and the rose petals would fall down and I would gather them up and um, put them in a pot and add some water and I'd mush them all up. And I believed at the time that I was making perfume for the flower fairies. It was actually rose water, but it was to me, it was perfume. And then I would leave it out overnight and I'd go back and check the next day and it would always be gone. And um, now you could say the people with a more kind of scientific analytical mind could say, well, of course, the water evaporated. And yeah, it probably did. But fairies, the way they work is they absorb the essence of things. So I, I knew in my little heart and I didn't have a fully developed ego at that age. So it was almost in, it was instinctive. I just knew that the fairies had taken it and they enjoyed my gift and that was my very first connection that I consciously remember I have an actual memory of that and then I would see like little dancing lights in all different colors and they're really tiny and they'd be like purple and blue and green and all different colors and they would just be dancing around and I'd catch them out the corner of my eye and it felt like a game really and that's how I connected with the you know their nature elementals the fairies and and that was how my journey started and and they've stayed with me um throughout all my adult life all my all of my life when I got to a teenager I became a little bit rebellious and um I thought oh fairies are not cool and uh, but they didn't go away. They stayed with me. And then I thought, well, maybe I'm not seeing fairies. Maybe there's something wrong with my eyes and I'm seeing these lights. So I went to the opticians. I didn't say, I think I'm seeing fairies. I just said, oh, can you test my eyes? And I had 20-20 vision, which is perfect vision at the time. And inside that was my confirmation. I knew it was fairies and I knew anyway, it's just that I think every child, every teenager at some point has to push back, has to rebel 
in some manner and and my rebellion was a little bit just like fairies mm. and then I got a tattoo and my first tattoo was a fairy <laughs> on my shoulder on my shoulder on my back and um yeah they've stayed with me my entire life and that connection is has just grown stronger and stronger mm. <laughs> that is so beautiful and amazing that you um that you like as a child they created this perfume for them and and uh, like intuitively probably yeah. you did that without like thinking about it too much and 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 they've been there and i think that what's interesting and what interests me since i have i have not that much knowledge more than you know the the uh, the stories and the fairy tales and all of this maybe because we know so it's first of all it's interesting with mythology with winged human-like beings it can be angels or goddesses this is like a recurring thing in many cultures mm. maybe you researched this but the whole like history of fairies and the spread of these mythologies and stories do you have like the background of that that would be interesting to learn a little bit more of Yeah, I made a, I know, I do know a little bit, but I actually made a conscious decision when I, again, when I was very young, and this might sound a bit bizarre, that I wanted to keep my head empty because I felt like the more knowledge that I put in, um, it got in the way of, of, my connection to spirit and the elementals and everything. So I don't know if that was unusual or not. So when I was at school, I, I learned the basics, you know, reading, writing and the basic things, but I consciously didn't want to fill my head. Um, and that was just an instinctive thing. And it wasn't until I got to a bit older that then I thought, right, what do I want to do? What do I, what skills do I need? And then I went to university and did a postgraduate diploma in broadcast journalism and media law and things that just seemed so random at the time. Um, but I, I was like a sponge because I'd kept this space or a lot of space. Obviously I'd learned things, but I'd kept a lot of space and I didn't want to have any preconceived ideas um, that would influence my direct experience. So everything that I talk about is from a direct personal experience rather than something that I've read in a book. And I have read books that do kind of qualify, quantify what I've what has happened to me. And it's like, oh, that's a thing and that happens and this happens. And um a lot of the not all of them there are some very very good fairy writings out there and but I found that some of them tend to go more in a kind of negative way and the fairies get quite a bad press if you like a bad PR and that you know that they say that they're mischievous which they can be and all these things but they don't really tend to focus on the lighter side of fairy which is what I have learned, I've experienced all types of fairies and probably will continue to do so. But my team, like I feel like I've got, well, I know I've got a team of fairies. They're kind of quite higher vibration, but they're still connected to the earth. And um, I resonate with them and I've built a friendship with them. And when people say that fairies can be mischievous, imagine if somebody walked into your home in the middle of the night, you're going to be a little bit 
annoyed with them or what are you doing here and so it's kind of respecting them not worshipping them I don't worship fairies I acknowledge them and I connect with them in a heart way really because they are guardians of the earth that's what their role is primarily they're magical beings so the magic and and the that side of things is almost like um a bonus to connecting with the fairies because their real job is to be guardians of our beautiful mother earth and and that's something that I've always been passionate about I've been always been an environmentalist um I used to be quite active again when I was younger um and I just work in a different way now but I just know that our mother earth is a living breathing life-sustaining being and um because the fairies know that I know that I feel like that's why we've got this connection, but I'm not the only one by any means like fairies will reach out to anyone who has this heart connection and love of the planet. It's beautiful. Yeah. I understand this. It's so, I mean, there's so many different paths into uh, the understanding of things. And if we get it's sometimes like it's a distinction also between knowing or like understanding something something logically but then if you don't have that embodied experience like you can say oh but um uh, a bus sounds like this and try to explain it right and then I think I know but then when I hear it it's like it's my perception that that receives it so I really love that and the connection with earth and when when like how how did your how did you evolve your practice from let's say they being around and showing themselves and then transforming that into like more active work and maybe communication and communion with them yeah it i can't remember a certain point i i do remember a few times it it as I said, it was it's a natural thing that's just been around me and it just seems to, well, it has got stronger over the years. And the more that I stopped questioning it, I didn't really question it a lot. I tend to trust what I get, but I always tune in because obviously there's lots of spirits. There's lots of things kind of flying around in, in the astral realm as well that will come in. And, and so it's like knowing the difference or feeling the difference, which is how I tend to um, work and how I relate with especially the fairies but other beings as well I connect with angels unicorns mermaids extraterrestrials all types of beings um and spirit guides as well but with the fairies it would be a a kind of and again in words it's hard but I'll do my best to convey it so it would be like a feeling I would very often see the light so I would know that that energy was around um, and then over the last, I can't remember what it, uh, the last few years, they would come in with a fragrance and, and no, it wasn't roses. It was like toffee apples, <laughs> this sweet kind of smell. And, and the first time that happened, I was filming um, an Oracle card video, actually. So it must have been fairly recently because um, the cards, the fairy cards came out in I think it was 2019. Um, Yes, it was 2019. And I was filming a video and then in the middle of the woods, there was nothing else around. 
And then this really strong fragrance of toffee apples came in. And um, I was like, where's that come from? And there was obviously nothing around. And so that was almost like their calling card. And it happened again in a different place, again, when no one was around. So it's almost like that's their calling card for me. It doesn't mean that you would smell that or that someone else might, because they're they're very creative, the fairies are. And um, so that was just one of the signs. So I would smell the fragrance, not every time, just sometimes I would see the lights, get a, a certain type of feeling. And then I would hear telepathically um, and that's and also visually they'll kind of um, show me visions, which is how I co-created the Oracle deck. So, yes, I worked with the artist Ginger Kelly, who's incredible. And I was able to write down these visions that obviously I'm taking responsibility for my part. So they came through my filter. The fairies would show me these visions and they would be kind of shown through my own filter and then I would write it down and share it with the um, artist and then she would interpret that so there's lots of little details in the cards that you'll notice um, when you see them if you haven't already but yeah so they would talk to me and show me and they inspired me and this was the I, I suppose the strongest thing, well, I've had a lot of strong experiences with them, but one of them that was kind of quite life-changing in a way, they said to me, you must organise a fairy festival at the time of midsummer in Cornwall. And I'm like, whoa, that was a really clear, direct message. And I look up here when I say it, because it always feels like the voice comes from this side but that's where my window is and that's where the woodlands are so it probably comes in from there and um my first step was that was a bit bossy um <laughs> and and so I replied back in my mind I think um and I, I said uh well where will it be you know I can't just announce an event because they said you must announce it to your followers because i kind of built up a reputation as an event organiser. And um, I said, I can't announce an event. I don't even have a venue. I haven't organised a big festival before. Like, I can't do that. I could literally ruin my whole career before it's even started. And, and they said to me, trust, the doors will open, the fairy doors will open and everything will fall into place. And I said, well, I need a few minutes. I need a few moments to really see if I'm going to take this on. And I knew that if I didn't do it, they would go and inspire someone else and they would do it. And that didn't bother me. I thought if it's meant to be for me to do, I'll do it. And then I just tuned in and I thought, yeah, why not? This is going to be a journey. And um, so I made the announcement that it was going to be at midsummer and it was going to be a magical Cornwall, but I didn't say, I don't know where it's going to be. <laughs> and then the fairy doors metaphorically started opening and I ended up meeting a guy who owned some land and there was a stage and it was just perfect for the festival. And I told him my idea and he said, yes. And that was 16 years ago. And he's still my, he ended up being the site manager of, of the event. And, uh, and that's how it started. But there is another story. I don't know if we've still got time that's connected with this. Um, so I also knew back then that 
if I called it a fairy festival, it was a very generic term. And there wasn't anything like that in the United Kingdom, certainly. And um, I thought it needs to have to be different, to have its own unique name. And then one day I was out in the garden and I was hanging up my laundry. It was a beautiful sunny day and it was a rare occasion that my grass had been cut. I don't cut the grass actually very often at all, but it had been cut. And I remember noticing that there was a single um, dandelion seed head. I don't know if you have those flowers there. They're like yellow flowers and then they go into seed and they're all fluffy. They call them wish flowers or clock flowers. And I noticed there was one and I thought, that's strange because the grass has been cut. How did that get there? It seemed quite magical. It was the only one. And I thought, oh, well, I just carried on hanging up my laundry. And then one of the little wishes flew by. And I remember thinking, that's strange because there's no breeze. There was no breeze at all. And I didn't understand how. But again, I just carried on and thought, oh, well. And then another one went by and I thought this is really odd and then another one and I was like three wishes and then this like light bulb went on top of my head like I thought that's the name of the festival the three wishes fairy festival and so that's how it was born yeah (laughs) that's so beautiful I love that name and and I'm I'm thinking that it's beautiful that that you spoke about the scent the scents that you since they're so connected to the earth and I have a I have a Swedish text here about like how it could be described in um in in Swedish uh, folk tradition they say yeah. it's like tiny so it depends on how far you go back in history but like tiny tiny female beauties that are dancing in the moonlight uh, and they're in the forest or in the by the springs or the rivers and you can see like the the circles in the grass and uh, because they dance Um, yeah the fairy rings they call them fairy rings yeah yeah and then that they are connected each flower has a fairy yes Um, and um yeah also connected to the waters actually interesting yeah I didn't know but also like the mist that you see like you also spoke about like the observing so I really love that and and I love the festival and you're actually hosting the festival this year in June yeah yeah Yeah, the uh 17th to the 19th and and that's what I'm my current project is that um and yeah so it's because I haven't done it for the last two years because of the pandemic situation. Mm-hmm. I feel like I got off the horse, the metaphorical horse. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm having to get on and I'm realizing, wow, I do a lot of work to organize this. And and you don't realize because I've just been kind of rolling with it for the last, well, it would be 14 years and and the last two years. So it's 16 years now I've been rolling with it. And as soon as you stop, it's like you're almost starting from scratch again, but obviously I've got the knowledge of how to do it and I'm doing it and it's all coming together, but I'm I'm actually seeing what I do in a different way and I'm actually able to bring some 
new perspective and some fresh energy to it. And also I'm getting much better at delegation. So mm. I, I'm able to delegate to um, people to help do certain things because I was very, oh, I'm hearing the word controlling, but I really don't <laughs> want to say it, but I have to, because that's the word. I was very controlling about every single aspect because I cared so much and I wanted it to be so perfect and the best that it could be and I thought well I know what the vision is so I'm the only one that can actually do this um but I know that that's not correct now and that other people have amazing skills that they can bring to the to the table and um it's just uh, a different kind of I'm enjoying it in a different way now and mm. it's yeah I am very excited lots of people are very excited about it because we haven't done it for two years so mm. yeah it's going to be fun <laughs> that's amazing and it's in Cornwall so now traveling is a little bit easier and I'm yeah. sure it's going to be so magical and I'm thinking about these let's say that I think that everyone who's listening are listening for a reason. So if there are people out there who are feeling like, do you have to have, have this instant connection like you did, you had a natural connection, or can you work with them still and like invoke the energy? How does that work? How does one start? Yeah, that's a good question. And it's a question that I get asked a lot. And I'm actually going to be doing a, a short mini course on that how to connect with fairies and um I'll, so i'll give you a couple of little examples so assuming that you know people listening some people will have their experiences and like you say some people won't know anything but there'll be a curiosity there so the main thing is to have an open heart and an open mind if you are able to go outside into nature and find a tree a tree that you feel drawn to ideally a kind of wise old kind of tree that's been there a long time if you're not able to get outside that's totally fine you can sit next to a plant because as you said earlier every every everything that grows in nature has a fairy being a fairy spirit that is with it so you can connect with fairies whether you're inside or outside And if you don't have a plant, that's fine too, because most people, especially if they're watching this, will have access to the internet and YouTube, and you can just find a beautiful nature video. So you can just have the visuals there and you can use your imagination. So whatever you're doing, let's say, for example, we're going out into nature, we're finding a tree, we're sitting down with our backs against the tree, asking the permission of the tree before we do this. Um, usually most trees are quite happy to have that connection because they feed from us and we feed from them energetically some trees don't want you to come near and you will feel that as a no a definite no and if that's that's fine trees have free will too um so wait for that yes that feeling you might not hear the word but you'll have a feeling that it's okay to kind of penetrate the the aura of the tree and sit with it sit with your back to the tree And then just sit for a few moments and kind of observe and absorb your local environment where you are and just try and sit and be as still as you can. And then you can say something like fairies, fairies, come to me as I sit beneath this tree. As I'm saying that, I'm getting so many tingles, but it's really simple and And then you just sit and you wait and you're not 
something might happen, something might not happen, but it's about the observing. And what you're doing is you're making an invitation to the fairies to come to you. And usually they will, they'll be, they'll know that you're there because that's, you're in their realm, you're in their domain. They'll be observing you and they might come close and you might experience, you might feel something or you an acorn might drop or something might happen that's a little bit unusual just that catches your attention and just be open to that. And if it doesn't happen in that moment, then just be, you've put the call out so it can happen over the next coming days, weeks, or even months. And you're slowly kind of going to develop a um, connection with the fairy realm. Patience is essential. Like if the fairies want to do it, they will. And if they don't want to do it, they won't because because they're so close to the ground, they do have egos. They're not the same as our egos, but they definitely have little personalities and egos. So um, if they feel drawn to you, then they will come. And it is just a matter of being patient and also showing them through your actions, which is another way to connect with the fairies. So they love the land. So if you can connect with fairies over the same love, and how do you express that? Well, you can start in your own home by looking at the products you're using. Are you using a lot of chemicals? Are you using natural products? Little simple things that many people just overlook, but these are the things that are important. So doing practical things and when you're out picking up litter, taking a little bag with you to pick up litter, that will be observed by the fairies. So you're almost kind of winning favor um, with the fae by showing them in a practical way that you love them and that you love the planet as much as they do. And then it is just a matter of waiting and seeing what happens. We can't control them. They're not little genies that we can get to make wishes for us. But as we develop a connection with them, we can ask them and we can work with them. We can manifest with the fairies. In fact, I've done workshops called Manifesting with the Fairies and Um, But you can manifest peace. It doesn't always have to be a kind of financial, material, physical thing. It can be peace of mind. It can be grounding. There's so many things. I could literally talk forever about this. But those are a few little ideas that people can try and, um, and see what happens. It's a fun journey and it's very magical. There's another thing I'll say. When you work with the fairies, expect the unexpected. Everything is inside out, upside down topsy-turvy betwixt and between so there are no rules really anything goes (laughs) just keep your heart pure and open (laughs) yeah that's that's such a great thing I had no idea it it's uh it's also like so connected to mother earth and and really grounding to work with that because when we work with angels and it's a different energy and a different realm or dimension so yeah and then not like maybe expecting to see everything like I have the forest here so sometimes I do see some lights coming up here uh, yeah but never like really sure what it could be but it's it's so interesting how sometimes when you are in the forest you feel like you're not alone and you feel <laughs> like watched um yeah. and i think that's the, the the so the more that we've like um our ego and our logical mind has taken over 
the the thicker that veil has become because when you look in these old traditions from these lands there's so many uh, like beings in in nature that that you can work with and then i love also the thought that when we have house plants that 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 could also be connected because i mean most people have a plant at home and i have many actually i love to have a lot of plants at home so it like it, it's double energy it's the energy of the yeah. earth and the fairies and everything that's connected to them yeah definitely mm. that's exactly it yeah <laughs> I love that and I love maybe you have your cards there maybe you can show us uh, the art because I've seen it on your social media it looks so beautiful and um, I know that it's a lot of love that goes into creating the deck yeah yeah there it's full of my heart mm. <laughs> my fairy heart is in here um yeah I'll show you a few of the cards so yeah. they're all very very different so this is the fairy of manifestation mm. she actually came out today because I usually pull a card a day for my followers and um and myself yeah. and um yeah, I shared this one the other day, the fairy door, magical fairy door. Can you see it okay? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And for those that are listening, this this is on YouTube as well. So you can go in there and, and look at the cards. And then magical fairy blessings. Mm. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Um, shine within. Oh, hang on. Is it? Yes, that's shine from within. Yeah. And this is about um, kind of fairy glamour. A lot of people have heard about this. They they can kind of shape shift. And in the fairy stories, you'll hear of like the old woman who transforms herself into a young woman. And either she is a fairy or a fairy has done that for her. Mm. And but what this is saying is that it doesn't matter what your external appearance is. Your light is within. And that is what people feel and that is what people see um and then wishing wisely wish wisely Mm. and that's just about when we make wishes making them for the highest good of all Mm. and um that's really important to do to do that more like you're more likely to get assist you know um being helped when you do it like that and the fairy queen of light oh the colors are so beautiful you you just become instantly happy when you see it it's kind of like flowers because the colors are like reflecting nature and all the flowers out there definitely I'll do a couple more and then um Mm. so I've even got an angel in this deck and this is ask for help Mm. and um this is the fairy asking the angel so even fairies have their own guardian angels Mm. that they can call on when they need help um and a lot of people don't haven't kind of made that connection but it is something every every being every living being has a guardian angel including um fairies and then this one which i really love i'll stop after this Mm -hmm. you'll have to buy the deck if you want to see more but um protection the protection fairies and they're in all the beautiful colors of the rainbow in a fairy ring Mm. holding you safe and if you ever feel like you need that extra protection then you just look at the card visualize yourself in the center of that circle with Mm. these beautiful powerful because fairies they might be gossamer and floaty but they're powerful beings and they can just hold you in the 
beautiful healing space of the fairy ring mm. so um yeah that's just a few of them that's so beautiful <laughs> thank you for sharing that and it's yeah it is really heart opening and and the energy of the cards is felt a lot and i think that it's i i f- believe that um it's really the oracle cards and these type of cards can really help also if you really yeah. want to work with them because it's like yeah. a more tangible tool and then and then you will see when you start i work with angel cards so when you start seeing these very direct and clear messages it does help to connect yeah deeper with with them. definitely i need to just um because it, it popped into my head i know i've said who the artist is ginger yeah. kelly but i just want to say it again because mm. we're enjoying her artwork and yeah. and even though i've i've kind of given her the ideas for the artwork she is the one that's mm. actually physically created and i feel like um artist she's perfectly manifested the visions that I saw and I feel like the artists need that to be honored equally as well mm. because uh the work they do is just incredible and it's um co-creation yeah, yeah co-creation right yeah yeah definitely it's, yeah that art was so amazing so how can people find you and the cards um well the cards are everywhere pretty much <laughs> um oracle of the fairies mm. and they're on amazon most good bookstores online and real shops as well mm. let's get into the real shops all around the world and support these small businesses that have been really struggling over the last few years um i also do signed copies as well so and i put a little kind of magical bag with them as well with little special fairy things in it if people want that extra special touch for a gift or a birthday or something and um so my website is karenk.co.uk and my social media across the board is at Karen K Fairy. Um, and I've just started a TikTok account and I couldn't log into my original account. So it's at Karen K Fairy official on mm. TikTok. <laughs> but you can find the link on my Instagram um, bio. I, I'm on Instagram the most of all my social media platforms. I, I enjoy that, that virtual yeah. space quite a lot. Yeah, me too. And I will also share the links in the show notes here so people can can connect with you and check out the, the cards and the festival. Yeah. I remembered one thing. So if if anybody wants to join my newsletter um, at karenk.co.uk, I'm giving all subscribers a simple little meditation download. Mm. So everybody that joins will receive this. And that's another way that you can, it, I think it's uh, called go going through the fairy door. So you mm. can have another little short meditation experience as well. Oh, I will sign up immediately after this i want to do that meditation i'm so happy this is this has been so beautiful and i know we have to talk again and about the about the mermaids as well because i'm really interested in in that realm as well and i really want to thank you so much for taking your time to share your experience and wisdom with all of us i really appreciate you 
Oh, thank you so much, Shireen. And yeah, it's such an honour to share. I love sharing my joy and my experience with the fairies. And it's been so lovely to connect with you again and everybody listening. Um, And if you do follow me, if you find me, say hi, reach out. I love connecting with people. And um, yeah, just thank you so much. Mm. I'm really grateful. Thank you.